The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Crazy weather is being experienced worldwide. Heavy heat waves in Thailand and Laos. Severe snowfall in Norway and Sweden. Now, to talk about this, I'm joined by climate scientist Peter Thorne. Peter, good morning. Good morning. Uh, First of all, uh, is this simply weather? Weather is anomalous from time to time? Or is this definitely climate change? So it, it, it's it's not either or. It's definitely weather, but weather is being loaded. The dice is being loaded by climate change. In particular, heat waves are becoming more frequent, more severe around the world. We're seeing that in Asia. We're seeing that at the moment in Iberia. Spain's hitting 40 degrees potentially in the next couple of days in April, which is just off the map crazy and even the snowfall in 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 a scandinavia you might think well how's that climate change well the north atlantic is very very warm right now that moisture is coming off the north atlantic the atmosphere can hold another seven percent for every degree centigrade we warm it so the snowfall would have occurred but the snowfall is being supercharged by that warm north atlantic which in turn is down to climate change um, so how long is this likely to last, this uh, temporary peak in Iberia and uh, the dumping of snow on Scandinavia? These kind of things are, are, are still weather events, so individually they will, they will last um, for a relatively short time, days, weeks. But we're welcome to our new future. I mean, fundamentally, we're, we're at the find out part of muck about find out with climate change. Uh, this is our future. It's our future is more and more extremes hitting more and more areas with more and more severity. This is what our choices historically over the last 150 years have led to. The question of what we can do about it, uh, trying to limit CO2 emissions, and we know how controversial it can be, whether affecting the farmer or the motorist. Uh, And then, you know, even if we do the best we can on this little island, as long as they keep um, pumping the stuff out in China, which is far more vast than we are in population and size, we're wondering, what's the point? Well, we all need to, every saved emission is a saved impact at the end of the day. It's, I'm not going to pretend that it's going to be easy, but we need to double down in Ireland. We need to double down around the world in terms of climate impacts. And yes, we're a small island. We happen to be, for geopolitical reasons, a small country. Ultimately, what matters is the emissions every individual in the world makes. And the the breakdown from a physics point point of view is how much do 8 billion people emit, not how much do individual countries emit. So Mm. it's down to us all as individuals to be enabled by governments and communities to make the changes. Now, the question of what to do, I mean, we are still emitting... Um, So even as people talk about carbon capture from the atmosphere, we're adding carbon all the time. Well, indeed, and carbon capture uh, isn't proven at scale. It's not proven to be economically viable. We, the, the very best thing we can do is avoid emissions. Now, we can't get to near zero tomorrow. We don't live in that make-believe land, but we can absolutely reduce our carbon footprint very in the very short term and the good news is that much of that reduction will also put money back in our pockets if we use less energy we have to spend less on getting that energy so ultimately we would all benefit from effective climate action Mm. now the question of afforestation um 
you know, when you read accounts of how the rainforests are being decimated uh, so that cattle may graze or uh, cash crops can be grown, it's kind of dispiriting. It, it, it is dispiriting to see how we continue to continue to destroy it in, in slow motion the one pale blue dot in space that we know can support us and the abundance of life on this planet. Um, so we need to really calibrate um, what we do to really think about the impact we are having on, on this planet. I, ha- I, I have no doubt that everyone listening doesn't wish to leave this planet impoverished. In many cases, it's being forced on them by other factors. But we need to get real about taking mm. care of this one planet we have. If we are to look forward and if uh, carbon continues to accumulate in the atmosphere, uh, as is it is predicted to be, what is the impact of the melting of polar ice caps? I mean, by how much would the seas rise and which coastal towns and cities would be underwater? So there's a, the so sea level is the really slow component of climate change. So it's important to stress that numbers um, will be this will continue for thousands of years. Um, what we see in our lifetimes will just be the start of the calling card of sea level rise into the future. If we were crazy enough to melt all of the ice caps in Antarctica and Greenland, you could raise sea level by sixty or seventy meters. That's the amount of water held in those ice caps. Uh, We're very, very unlikely to do that. But if we stabilise temperature at one and a half degrees, the long-term sea level rise over 2,000 years would be two to three metres. If we stabilise at two degrees, that moves up to two two to seven metres. And if we go further to three degrees, it becomes a much larger number. It becomes in the tens of metres that we would be committing to in the long term. So it's not something that you or me will experience, but it is something that a problem, a headache that we are donating, gifting to subsequent generations to deal with over thousands of years. Peter Thorne, climate scientist, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.